Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Det har gått de dagene der jeg ble som verst, og ja, det har fungert veldig fint på min del, at ting er som de er med, og så naturlig at det kommer rykter, og klubba er interessert når man har en god sesong. Og det er noen del av jobben min, og ja, det har jeg veldig godt med at jeg er jordfølgspiller, og ja, skal bli for klubben her i år, og det gleder meg veldig til. Det der... Petter Rasmus, det var ukas store snakkes for Ole Seter havner jo rampelyset da, titt og ofte. Og nå fordi Cagliari med Ranieri i spissen bød to gang, ja. cirka 10 millioner vel, men hvor Rosenborg sa nej og slik vi forstår det ønsker opp mot 20 mil. Er det til å forstå? Ja, jeg har vært på Sardinia, så skjønner jeg godt at Ole Seter kunne tenkt seg en tur dit. Ja, men sp- det var jo litt fint. <laughs> at Rosenborg ikke, eh, oh, det var ikke, ikke veldig... Eh, nei, jeg fikk jo inntrykk av at han kanskje var ivrig på och prövat sardinisk eventyr alltså han sa väl lite om det agenten i deadline day till TV2 igår agenten till Olsetter ja. men men att Rosmor sin nej ja det ja det är skönt att det spurt om det är självsagt ja så det är att förstå självsagt inte att förstå eller självsagt det kanske ett ord vi inte tränger ha med men Jeg var jo også Rosmorg mot Tromsø, og akkurat nu i starten av februar 2023 så ser Ole Seter ut som den spissen på Rosmorg som är er bäst i stand til å score mål Og da har Rosenborg mer behov for att ha han her, all den tid man ikke henter inn flere. Snære trenger å trene, Mani trenger å trene, uh, Stefan Ovekia trenger å trene. Ole Sæter ser sharp ut. Ja. Da er det til å forstå. Følg opp litt, da, så har vi omtalt ja, forhandlingene mellom Rosenborg og Sæter i en artikel i avisa nå i dag på en onsdag som vi skriver det her. Og det er forskjellen i lønnsønsket hans kontra det Rosenborg vil gi. Uh, er det til å forstå? at Rosenborg og han er, altså at de ikke blir enige. Ja, det er jo <coughs> litt tynnaris og farlige landskap å egentlig bevege seg ut på, men det ser jo ut som om avstanden mellom krav og tilbud er mye mindre enn det kanskje mange har trodd. Ja. Og da blir det litt vanskeligere å forstå hvis det, hvis det faktisk er sånn, fordi at det har vi snakket om i podcasten tidligere også, at verdien av å ha en trøndersk midtspiss som attpåte skåremål, den er den er nästan vanskelig å sette pris på for Rosenborg, og så har jo den her sågan utviklet sig sånn at uh, Ole Sæter har nok en noe dalende stjerne, for å si det sånn, hos deler av fanskaren, men det er så fint med fotball. Fotballhukommelsen er det, er det korteste som finns som trengs i hele verden, så hvis Ole starter serien med å score mål, så ordner det sig fort. Men uh, nu har det varit en del krysninger, og så er det egentlig godt gjort, synes jeg, at Ole så såpass sharp som, ut som han gjorde mot Tromsø for... Uh, at det er litt tøft å stå i, det må det jo være. Samtidig, you shall not comment on uh, Cagliari <laughs> or wages or anything, but you are training with Ole Setter. Uh, you've done that for the last uh, weeks. Uh, how good is it uh, at the moment? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, he's very he's very sharp. It's, uh, yeah, he's, uh, I like him a lot. Uh, it's It's been nice nice training with him. He's, yeah, very very sharp. He does, does all the all the things well that uh, striker striker has to do and yeah uh, I can see that he's uh, he's a good player but um, we are not discussing the transfer window um, are you sitting with your mobile phone and watching the latest rumors and 
following your Finnish uh, friends uh, they were linked to du- to Dutch clubs Groningen uh, so also Finnish players were linked to Groningen for example are you following the window uh not too much i'm not too good at uh, following that that stuff but of course i see just happen to see stuff on uh, social media so i know i know uh, a lot of like where the Finnish players move but yeah i think uh I think my, for example, my dad knows more, <laughs> more <laughs> about the uh, transfers, transfer rumors, and than I. Cause, uh, yeah, of course, it's also, it's many times it's uh, rumors, so I don't really also care care too much about that. And then there's nothing to read about you because you just came to Rosenborg, so yeah, yeah. around you it's all quiet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will talk more about that, but we will be on Norsk English here today, Petter. But so are the big questions, like we understand, so are there at least two Turkish clubs that follow Ole Sæter. Det window er åpent en ukes tid til, og så er det også MLS-interesse, et vindu da i USA som akkurat har åpnet. Spiller Ole Sæter for Rosenborg ved seriestart? Jeg blir overrasket hvis en spiller i Amerika, hvertfall sånn som vi kjenner det amerikanske markedet, så er jo ikke de superhappy med å betale ganske høyere, høye overgangssummer. Og hvis prislappen er satt på 20, så tror jeg det på en måte setter et ganske solid strek over MLS, vil jeg tro. Ja. Men i Tyrkia så sitter jo panningen litt løsere, så det kan jo ske. Men jeg føler jo at både Rosenborg og Ole Sætter nå olegger seg på en måte som gjør det mer og mer sannsynlig at han spiller på lekenhold i 2023 och det syns är er fint. Mm. Uh, för han igen alltså vi vi liker ju när det svinger lite runt Rosenborg ja. och det svinger runt Rosenborg när Ole Sæter spelar på laget. Det såg vi i fjör. Det gör det. Absolut. Men um, får vi se då alltså samtidigt back to you again before you even came here because you were away with the national squad first week when Rosenborg trained on Gran Canaria. Kasper Tengsted he has left. He had left when you when you arrived. Um, I know Ole Sæter, there are rumors about him as well. Uh, is this a theme at, in the dressing room? Uh, well, uh, at least I haven't heard too much. Uh, a lot of the guys are also speaking Norwegian. So. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why you don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's also maybe why I don't know. But yeah, uh, at least me, I haven't uh, heard too much about that. No, for sure, I don't know. Let's first of for så lite då för vi are back on English again Petter Rasmus. Ja, da, det går fint det. Vi måste uh, Försöka skulle det då. Vi måste uh, förstå problemen. Det det här går fint. Det ska bli en hygglig timme med Santri och vi måste bli känt med gubben som ja. kommer från Finland. Kommer lite brått på oss att Santri vännen kom kommer. till Rosmorg. Vi ska självklart inom ja, uh, hans ingång till klubben. Helt först om det Santri you are from Helsinki så. Yes. You from Helsinki, sant? Sant. Um, but we have to talk English, not Swedish. I hope that we could talk Swedish with you now. Ah uh, yeah it's uh my swedish is it's not too good uh in finland uh, you're supposed to learn it in school but uh, you're supposed to learn it in school yes, yeah yeah also yeah. in helsinki yes everyone has to uh, learn swedish in school but i haven't uh, learned uh, too much <laughs> so you're so paying more attention to the english classes than the swedish classes yeah yeah i was uh, always thinking that why would i need swedish <laughs> 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 and i remember like my mom always saying that uh Maybe you play in Sweden or maybe you play in Norway, but that was not. No I don't way. need Swedish, <laughs> but yeah, it would have been good. But I understand uh, some words here and there, some sentences. But yeah, it it helps a lot to know something. Do you have any ambition t- ambitions at all learning Norwegian, or do you don't even try? Uh, I think I'm gonna try. At least I'm I'm thinking that it would be nice to learn uh, Norwegian. But we'll see. But at least the the dressing room uh, words, dressing room term- terminology, or yeah. the or the ones you use on the pitch. Yeah, Høyre, uh, venstre, uh, yeah. Up, ned, press. The in the field, it's I think it's uh, easier. Yeah. It's very. It's easy to understand because there's always the the context that I know what we're talking about. But in the dressing dressing room, when people are just talking, I. I I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> you have uh, you now have two coaches and they are both kind of mediocre in English. They speak a lot of Norwegian on the pitch. Yeah. And then they sort of uh, when they have done a l- quite long talk, it's kind of 5 or 6 seconds at the end in English. But it's not even close to being <laughs> the whole message. How do you get uh, how do you get their message? Uh at least uh, at this point I've I've got it well if uh, there's something I don't understand I as coaches or as uh, other players it's it's been uh yeah easy because it's also 
like if we're training it uh, it's you know it's just football you know you get it quite easily what you need to do so but who is your go-to player on the pitch when you have to ask what did they say uh, it just uh, depends who's next to me or something <laughs> okay <It's> no go-to player for the also we have had besök av Holmar han da måtte vi gå på engelsk besökte Irene Kolen da måtte vi gå på engelsk ja, Kristian Mani Ingasson i Furøst da var det engelsk ja. og nu har vi Santeri engelsk ja, ja. bear with us folkens yes. det er jo ikke så ofte vi har spilt i noen episoder for uh, den første the first the first one uh, born and raised in Helsinki like you said Santeri Levi Oliver Venenen yes that's correct and signed for Rosenborg right before Christmas played for Klubi 4 that's Jokerit the old Jokerit I think Jokerit ah uh, Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's Jokerit. It's been a long time ago. Okay. So I don't know. And uh, most of his life for HK Helsinki, the most uh, that's the most famous club in Finland, Peter. Mm. Uh, tell us about the process here. How did you end up as a Rosenborg player, uh, Santeri? Um, yeah. Well, after the after the season, or at the end of the season, and after the season, uh, I was uh, I had a couple of options. Uh, I was going through them and. Then I I don't remember at which point I heard about uh, Rosenberg. I think I heard about it uh, first, uh, like a uh, bit earlier, and then uh, it wasn't like, because I'm uh, also I've said to my agent that if it's not like uh, if it's just uh, rumors or something, it's I don't even care. It's you know if if there's something on the table, then I want to know. <coughs> so then. A uh, bit of time passed by, uh, but yeah, I was. Of course, it was. Uh, it sparked my interest that uh, Rosenberg was interested, and then uh, yeah, a bit later, I think then that was after the season. Uh, on holiday, I heard that uh, Rosenberg that they want to sign me, and that was uh, at that point that was a pretty pretty easy easy decision. You said a couple of other options. Yes. Can we do some name dropping here? Uh no, I don't wanna. I don't wanna uh, go into that. <laughs> but uh, can you at least tell us what countries? Uh, what were nationalities there? Ah uh, yeah, there was uh, one club from uh, Denmark, and one from uh, Netherlands. But yeah. And you didn't want to. Um, you didn't want to expand your contract with Hoyoko. Your contract was yeah. expiring. Yeah. So when did you decide to leave? When at what point did you say? I don't want to sign a new contract here. I want to um, check other options. When and why? Yeah, it was because uh, my. Of course, it's it was always my goal to you know take the take the next step. And then I I had an injury at the start of the season, but after after some thinking, I still uh, still uh, came to the conclusion that I still have the like the. Uh, second half of the season left and there's going to be like euro games and and so on that I will I will get the chance to to show to show the best of myself and uh yeah that's also why I made the decision that uh, it uh, probably will be better to not to sign a new contract uh, and then uh find uh, something abroad and that plan worked because you played well in the european games yes it uh yeah it worked <laughs> <laughs> but tell us it but because you you got in a group stage yeah. in, in europe how was that for uh, for hoeko yeah it was uh it was a huge huge thing uh, it was it was uh yeah almost unbelievable experience to do it with the the boyhood club where i've been my whole life basically so yeah it was a great thing and also for the club it was it was nice to to have the full stadium at uh, every game and i think it's also also sparked some uh, new attention to the club but is it a no brainer you're saying you wanted to take the next step yeah now you went from a club in finland who was playing in european yeah. group stage you come to a norwegian club which is not playing in europe how is that next step <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh yeah i think the uh overall the league is league is better here okay so that's uh yeah the, i think that's the biggest biggest thing that it's i think it's uh kind of everything is uh bigger in norway than in finland and now it's up to you to get rosenberg into your yeah, exactly. so, yeah. so that's probably your plan yeah 
for sure. But how well now is Rosenborg da still in Finland? Also, Peter talked about Tampere last time Rosenborg were in Champions League, two, 2007. You're five years old, and uh, then um, that's the last time Rosenborg qualified yeah. for Champions League. How well known is the club here still in Finland? Um, I think like the people that uh, are interested in football in Finland, uh, I think uh, almost everyone knows Rosenborg. But of course, it's you know overall football doesn't get uh, like too much attention in Finland. So it's uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it's it's like a big thing in Finland, but I think everyone that that's uh following football uh all the time that uh, yeah i think they know Rosenborg. sports wise what is the biggest thing in finland at the moment i think it's ice hockey it's ice hockey <laughs> 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 and then there's javelin speed cost <laughs> no <laughs> no. <laughs> no and then there's cross country skiing ski jumping yes there's a uh, rally there's ski jumping uh, has been terrible for finland oh in 10 okay, years okay, now but they're after the kind of starting up again now yeah and know. rally and but they have formula one yeah, they have formula, formula one uh, uh, Mika Häkkinen yeah, yeah, yeah. Kim Raikkonen <laughs> uh, but um, you started the game against Tromsø you were in training you were the first week of the training camp in Gran Canaria you were in with the national team you made your debut for the seniors in for Finland against Sweden or Estonia uh, or something Sweden, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you came back trained with Rosmark for a week and you started against Tromsø in the central midfield position how was that? Um yeah, it was uh, great to great to get the first game. Of course the especially the first half when I played the uh, the game wasn't uh, wasn't too good. We were a bit I'd say uh unorganized. It was uh yeah. A bit hard uh, hard for us to to find the structure and uh, find each other on the field, but yeah, of course it's it's the first game, so that's uh, what comes with it also. When you compare the football you played for Hoyoko Helsinki to the one you're playing now for Kjetil and Gay at Rosenborg? Yeah. What's the differences? What's the similarities? Uh I think the biggest difference is uh, probably like the the tempo and uh, like the intensity overall like in trainings and uh like uh, we go here we go like quicker forward and try to f- find the options uh, forward quicker I think formation wise is it the same or yeah uh, it's uh, pretty much the same yeah. uh, and five you are three two are and like so the so the listeners just it is established you are a central midfielder at number six you're not uh, in in Norway we had termed in the upper but you are the central the, the yeah but the uh, most yeah I can I can also I can play six or eight okay Når han nå sier at han spiller som nummer seks, ja, så har vi jo fått et spørsmål. Ja. Uh, because there are some of our listeners who obviously think it's kind of ballsy of you to take number six. Siv Tone som lurer på Because, uh, as you well know, it was yes, done, one of your coaches, yes. a legend at the club, played with number six. After he retired, no one has. Jo, except for Alexander Tetti. For a short uh, period of time. Yeah. It's not the smallest shirt in the locker room. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, that's what I heard. It's yeah, it's a uh, it's an honor to to wear that to wear that jersey and yeah, I've uh, heard that maybe not everyone's too happy about it, but yeah, I was uh, when I was uh, asked about if I want the number six, six if I yeah, when I was uh, given the opportunity to to take it, I yeah, I couldn't say no to that. It's of course, it's uh, it's kind of a like a challenge, but yeah, I I couldn't say no to that. They have asked a few of the Norwegian players to wear number six, and they've all said no. For instance, Persilion, and now they you came from Finland <laughs> and you didn't <laughs> know the history, so Mitchell they they kind of went uh, for Mitchell. So they kind of <coughs> they let you have the number six just to move on, maybe. Yeah, or does yeah. it say anything about your confidence levels? It's like kind of. No problem. I'll have the number six. I mean, uh, I think uh, it also. Yeah, I think it also gives me like more confidence that I've been given that number more than it uh, giving me pressure. Yeah, I think. But they asked you to take it, or did you say I will have it? There will be I was actually <laughs> already t- uh, already um gonna take another another number, and then I was asked if I want the number six. So yeah. But What's you your preferred number then? 
if you could choose between all the numbers in the world, what's your? Do you have a favorite number? I think it uh, it would be maybe twenty one or then uh, six. Yeah, but you didn't know about the history when you said yes, or did you know about it? Uh yeah, I heard. Uh, when I was asked, uh, I heard that it was like legendary. <laughs> <laughs> Have you spoken to what afterwards? Uh, but the number, no, no. no. <laughs> because I think I, I think it. I wanted someone to play with no, it again. Yeah, I think he it's thinks it's, it's kind of relieved about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, there were a long. Yeah, before we go to you, the second one. Yeah. We're still on the first one <laughs> uh, because I have a little quiz. Okay, for me or for uh, for both of you, perhaps. Okay. Um, the quiz is how many Finnish players have been in Rosenborg before you? I think and I know the answer, so I'll wait. And who uh, are they? Uh, oh, uh, One of them you know for sure, because you told yeah, us he's yeah, been yeah. your coach. Yeah, I know too, for sure, and I know. But yeah. I think there's... You have to tell us through the processor. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know. I know Rekoreska, I know Jusk Savalainen. No, no. I don't remember the name of the one, but uh, I'm sure of three. But I'm you're sure of three, but you don't. But you have two names. Yeah, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I've I've remembered. Uh, I don't remember one name. So Erik Riske, Jusko Savolainen. Yeah, and then one more at least. Janne Saarinen. Janne Saarinen. Left back, we had two thousand early two thousand played yeah. and went to Strasbourg, France. Ah, yeah. And yeah. Mika Kopinen. Yeah. Central defender. Yeah. Who's now in uh, Tromsø? Maybe and you have another name as well? Uh, Were yeah you thinking about someone else? I was uh, thinking the, about the last one, yeah. Okay, Mika. Also, can I see at Schitten at uh, the great-great-grandfather of Björn Virkula, a uh, ski jumper <laughs> and a, a league winner, Heavy Rusma, in the 70s. His great-great-grandfather uh, is also from Finland. So you mean it's kind of 5.2? Five five yeah, something. 5.2 Finnish players in the okay. history. Okay, den andre. Den andre... <laughs> Akkurat det her, det passer litt med Mika Koppin og Savolein og Sarin og alt det der, for du har jo åpnet en ny spalte, Karl um, Pedersen. Ja. Han får en liten, han sendte oss en Twitter-melding i forbindelse med din nye spalte. Ganske ofte så dukker det opp uh, Rosenborg-navn fra historien. Det kan være lenge tilbake, det kan være bare et par år siden, og så lurer vi på hvor er man nå. Og det er egentlig essensen i den her spalten. Så vi har en på Luringsen i dag ja, Det var en liten teaser, sant? For det kommer mer senere Ja da, absolut. Og så kan vi jo si til Karl at uh, Flott, fortsett å sende inn Iversgruppa på Twitter Flikka, Instagram, alt uh, Vi er ikke på Flikka da Nei, vi er ikke det Men, uh, Iversgruppa på Face Eller kontakt oss direkte på Twitter uh, Kom med innspill og ønsker på Hvem vi bør sjekke opp uh, Hvor de er i verden Hva de gjør Hvilken jobb de har Ja, så videre Nå kommer straks uh, dagens uh, Hvem husker du dagens? Er Nej, hvor er de? Dagens, hvor er de? Den tredje som da er meg Jeg skal bare sende en kjapp liten hyllest i bredden i dag for nu ska ju adressa fortsätta både den här iversatsingen och vi ska starta en stor satsing på bredden så det passar väldigt bra för den introvideon till Byåsen på Lars Valdrö på Twitter så det? Nej. Nej, den anbefaler jeg alle å gå inn og kikke på altså, Lars Valdrøv gikk jo tilbake fra Blink til Byåsen nå Og da koster jeg meg bra på den introgreia på Twitter Tynset gjør noen gode forsøk, så er det på, på Twitter Og det er flere som melder sig på den der signeringsvarianten sine Men Valdrøv, 10 av 10 10 av 10, ja, det er solid Ja, det er, det er sykt bra Ok ja, En kudos opp til Vestia der ja. um, Da er vi i gang. Um, we talk a lot about you, Santri, of course, both on and off pitch. Uh, we have uh, this new com- column. Um, we already have uh, a question from from the listeners. We have some more, um, but we have to start um, in Norwegian a little bit, I think, and I'll uh, put you in. <laughs> okay, <laughs> put you in because I, I, I put you in. <laughs> if that's a lot to say, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> when it suits, suits me Fy faen i Så ikke banne, men um, For Tengstedt er det solgt Vi skal snakke litt om bånesiden det først For Tengstedt er det solgt um, Kom ikke inn for Benfica i går Men var i sin første kamptropp Sæter ble Og alt tyder da på at Også vekka interessen fra Bulgaria Ikke har hentet inn noe nytt bud uh, Der er det også interesser av Sverige Så får vi se Den internasjonale vinduet er nå stengt Og det siste, Petter, er at Viktor Jensen Viktor Jensen har røkt da til utrekt Ja, det er det stod skrevet i stjernen at ikke ja, han hadde Rosenborg rett og slett så, ja. så det sånn måtte bare bli tror jeg rett og slett dermed er det slik nå at Rektal går inn i resten av oppkjøringen uten Karl Holse som er skadet uten uh, Viktor Jensen som er borte og uten Kasper Tengstedt som er i Benfica hvor svekket er Rosenborg? 
Nej, altså det er jo Karl Olse, det er bare dem som, alle dem som er igjen, og det er kjedelig at han ikke er på feltet ennå, men uh, han er i stadig. Ja, det tror jeg kan passe Rosenborg bra, for uh, han var god i fjor, og jeg tror Rosenborg er ganske avhengig av han nå. Det er aldri så gærlig at det er godt for noen, som heter. Og den skaden til Karlo kan jo ha ført at han er Rosenborg en sesong til, ja. og det tror jeg kan være ganske bra for Kjetil Ektal, og så lurer jeg jo litt på hva de synes som spissene sine på, i månedskiftet i januar februar, men det er klart det, det er jo lenge igjen, eh, og de så mye dårligere ut på samme tid i fjor, ja. så vi får bare være sterke tro av, og håpe at det ordner seg for den første matchen mot Tromsø var ikke noe å smykke av en fotballkamp. Så får vi se mot Levanger på søndag. Planen er at alle skal spille i den adressasente matchen fra Sodvindhallen på Kyrksøtterøra. Dit skal du? Dit skal jeg. Du gleder deg, for det er hjemmebane for deg. Det er hjemmebane. Ja. <laughs> den hallen kan jeg. <laughs> ja. um, så har vi vært inne og spisser som Rosenborg har kikket på. Vi har have, have written about Agon Sadiku, who has been linked to Rosenborg at least. We are not sure whether he comes or not. Um, but he's quite well known for you, Santeri. Uh, yeah. <coughs> um... First time I I knew, I knew about him was in uh, Helsinki in Oiko and uh, he was in uh, antique under 90s or something and uh, yeah I was I think at that point I was in uh, second team for men uh, so yeah but I had uh, a few training sessions with him then and uh, yeah now he's been in in Honka in uh, Espo the last season so yeah I know he had a had a very good good season uh, last last season he i think he scored 14 goals and yeah also he was with the national team now now what kind of striker is he is he tall is he small is he fast is he slow <laughs> <laughs> not, probably not slow <laughs> what what are his skills um i'm not sure like uh how you say it but yeah i think uh yeah uh don't uh, figure the word out but yeah uh he can uh i think yeah he can go behind the line okay. he can also also play uh, well with his back back to the to the goal he can uh shield the ball he can run behind and yeah he's he's uh, also a hard worker he's, he's uh, i like his mentality a lot his uh, but is he crystal uh, size or is he Ole Satter size I think in between. In between. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and you shall not be a sport director of Rosenborg. Oh, you uh, can if you want. <laughs> but <laughs> no is problem. he? Do you think he is he good enough to come here? Yeah, I think so. You think so? Yeah. yeah. Because of the things you just said, did did you play alongside him in, in the national team now? Uh yeah, in the in the Sweden game, yeah. But yeah, that wasn't uh, too good. Too good <laughs> of a game for us. So. <laughs> not too much about that. But yeah, I think, uh, at least what I've seen. Yeah. Uh, from last season, I I didn't follow their games too much, but of course when they played against us and uh yeah, what I, from what I've seen, I think is is good. Ja, og um, Agon Sadiq også blir 20 år i år. Vi får nu bare se bedre. Vi har vi har skrevet at den står på lista til Rosenborg. Vi har jo ikke skrevet at den kommer til Rosenborg. Nej nej, det er jo ikke noget som er nævnt. Det er mange navn som nævnes. Ja, for er at fotball.tv i går på deadline day drog op et navn som et af sekken for Morgan Whitaker, som spiller i Swansea. Han har været for mange penge til at den kan købe sig Rosenborg. Så det ud. Han har været det må jeg takke Nike Rangers blandt andet på på Whitaker. Eh, Markedsværdien er på flere millioner pund. Samtidig så havde han vel et ikke alt for bra utlån på i Lincoln på nivå 3 i fjor, så det er jo usikkert, men skal Hvitekker vært aktuell for Rosenborg, så må det tilføre vært på, på lån, eh, men vi, du, du rister på huet. Ja, det, 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 det er ikke ditt her. Eller så sitter vi med følelse av at... Nei, det går ikke. Ja, sitter vi med følelse av at det ikke er så mange rene forsterkningsspisser i Skandinavia i Rosenborg sin prisklasse akkurat nu. Det må liksom lages selv. Altså, det er som man sa, det er ikke et emne som de kanskje må utvikle selv. Som tenkstedt. Om du har et kjempeforslag? Ja. Resigner Ole Setter? Ja. Uh, det kan være at de trenger en spiss i tillegg da, I <laughs> På utfronten så um, Ser det ut til at Mikkel Seid Går til Kristiansund i forhold til å se Og så venter vi på en avklaring rundt Det, det har jeg lyst til å si to år om, det ja. synes jeg er fint for Mikkel For ja. nå har han levd en litt sånn omflakkende til Velsked Et par sesonger her uh, Og liksom mest vært broren til Emil uh, Men han er jo en bra fotballspiller Og hvis han får sjansen i KBK så synes jeg det er toppstemning mm. Toppstemning 
Og så er det venter vi på en avklaring rundt Weberhoff og Vilsheim Paul også, som er lånte spillere som da Apropos spissa for øvrig ja. Vilsheim Paul var vel spiss siste gang vi sjekket selv om han nå har drevet å spille til venstrebæk ja. og sånn på det laget som ikke har vestet Han skal på ny til ny klubb så ja. Det er bare å, ja, men det må jo finnes en klubb først da, ja, da. Men det, det finner jo klubb uh, Vi snakket om Hoff og så samtidig um, Perhaps it's quite a few, few strikers in Rosenborg, but it's very, very many midfielders. What do you think about the competition? You have you are competing with Tobias Berkeye, who is also a central midfielder, uh, and you you changed with him uh, last time. What do you think about the competition? Uh, yeah, there's uh, of course a lot of competition, uh, tough competition. There's a lot of lot of go- good players, of course, uh, but yeah, I think it's it's a very good thing. Uh, for everyone, I think, because it's at least for me, it uh, gets the best out of me when there's competition. I have to be sharp every day, you know. So yeah, uh, I think it is a, as a positive thing. Now it's a new ca- game coming up on Sunday. Uh, has Settle talked about that game already? Do you know whether you're playing or no, 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 no? I don't know too much. <laughs> no. Uh, they will. They will all be playing because he yeah, said the two first games will kind of will start. Will yeah, come in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, vi får. Um, vi får se. Men den midtfaden er jo den som er bredt besat. Og nu meldte jo Per sig på sist ordentligt, sant? Du snakker om han forrykker at du håber på en god sildansesong. Ja. Så er det han som på Tromsø mot Tromsø er en af dem som da tar tak i det. Ja. Og så er det jo ikke mindst uh, Sverre Nypan som. Uh, så, ja, det er kæmpedrangt om midten Tromsøg og det må du være af. Ja. Uh, vi skal lidt videre, for vi snakker da om uh, vi snakker om vekka, Peter. Uh, I stedet om Ludo Gorets, hvor det er lidt stille nu, kanskje ikke sådan ting. Men en, som har spilt med Stefan og vekka, har du snakket med i en flette ny spalte. Jada, hvor er de? Jada, jada, hvor er de nu? Hvor er de nu? Den 20. november 2010 blev han presenterad som Rosenborg-spiller och han debuterat som året mot Ålesund 7. mars. Sin sista kamp i RBK3 har spilt den 9. november 2014 och står i statistiken med 172 officiella kamper för Rosenborg. Daniel Ölund, du är er Rosenborgs gamla keeperkämpe. Var är er du nu? Nu är er jag i Stockholm och sitter på I mitt konferensrum i det företaget som jag driver. Okej. Okay. Nu är fotboll igen i livet till Daniel Löllund akkurat i 2023 då? Eh, ingen fotboll. Jag har det var första året 2022 som jag inte höll på med någonting. Jag eh, har varit tränare under hela min aktiva karriär så tränade jag lag vid sidan om också. Men eh, 2021 var sista året. Sen så har jag faktiskt ingenting med fotboll att göra utan att titta och heja. Akkurat. Sista kampen spelade också för Rosenborg i november 2014 då kontrakten gick ut. Hur tog karriären där vidare efter att du förlot Leikenhalla? Ja, vad tog du vidare? Tanken var att flytta hem till Stockholm och spela för en klubb där. Vad inte riktigt så som jag önskade så jag flyttade över till eh, finska ligan och spelade en säsong i HJK Helsingfors. Och efter det så tänkte jag att nu orkar jag inte bo utan familjen så då flyttade jag till Stockholm och fick massa erbjudanden att flytta vidare utomlands men hade väl tappat ganska mycket av motivationen för att spela och kände att jag ville vara på hemmaplan så jag gjorde som alla gör när man är en talang man går till Bromma-pojkarna men jag gick väl i fel ordning jag avslutade min karriär i, I, I Bromma-pojkarna men det var, det var riktigt, ett riktigt roligt år med, när man blir lite äldre och får se alla de här unga hungriga spelarna och man kände igen sig så väl i dem Om man försökte mer hjälpa dem ut i, I karriären. Ni har en av spelarna i Rosenborg idag. Okej. Okay. Steffo är Stefan och Vecka. Nettopp, han känner vi gott. Men det, ja. men det betyder att du följer kanske lite mer Rosenborg nu också i 2023. Vad är er för Rosenborg? Jo, men självklart följer jag, följer jag de lagen jag spelat i Rosenborg. Jag tycker jag väldigt... Eh, 
väldigt starkt band. Jag trivdes väldigt gott i, i Trondheim och i klubben och, och valde väl själv att förlåta att, att lämna min familjesituation. Ja, mina barn var stora och de skulle börja skolan och så. så nej, men jag följer med. Det har väl gått lite si och så. Samtidigt så är det många andra lag som har tagit väldigt aktivt, vilket är sjukt roligt tycker jag med fotbollen. Att det är andra lag som är uppe och slåss där det borde glimt. Det var ju var en strykpåsen när jag spelade. Nu, nu är de uppe och fightas varje år om titeln. Ska vi kanske avsluta med ditt främste Rosenborg-minne då? Det har gått någon år sedan du var i Trondheim. Det börjar bli en stund sedan 2014. Danne, du har fått tid lite att tänka på det. Vad är ditt starkaste minne? Ja, men 2010 var, var ett fint år när vi gick eh, obesegrade genom serien och tog guld. Och, eh, vi gjorde det helt ok ut i Europa. Det var en, en ribbträff från Champions League borta i parken. Så 2010 var fint. Eh, sen tycker jag även sista hösten 2014 när Kåre kom in och vi, ja, jag tror vi var nästan obesegrade hela hösten. Så det var, var ett härligt avslut på, på, på stationen i, i Rosenborg. Det var kul att höra från dig igen. Då vet vi var du är. Du är er i ja. Stockholm och du sitter på jobb och har slutat att spela fotboll men följer fortsatt av lite grann med Rosenborg, sant? Ja, jo, lite grann. Mycket. Jag försöker följa så mycket jag kan. Och planerar väl en trip här till våren för att komma och se genom kamp. Jadda, var är de? Jadda, jadda, var är de nå? Var är de nå? Vad syns du om Jingen? Nej, den var nog det bättre. Klasse? Ja, den ska du få. Tack för det. Det strör inte om mig av komplimanger, men den var bra. Ja, ok. Eh, tror jag får spela jobba på den? Nej. Okay. Eh, men det jag jagtar du väl inte på? Nej, egentligen. Men sånt sånt är i Daniel Ölund, who he told us he was one season in Hojko as a goalkeeper after he had won league won the league with Rosenborg, but you don't remember him. No, uh, I think I was maybe too young at that point or not uh, not following too much uh, about uh, the first team. And as he said himself, he didn't make I don't think he did the best of season of his career no. at Hojko, so Maybe there's not too many Finnish but he who was, know him. He was good in Rosenborg. Fantastic. Especially in 2009 when they, and 10 when they gay, uh, yep. didn't lose a match. Uh, but HK Helsingfors, that's your club, Helsinki. You, did you play there from your five years old? How is the history there? Uh, yeah, I think I was there from when I was, I think, seven years old. Is this a club that you can just uh, knock on the door and I want to join? Or is it an academy like in Rosenborg? Uh yeah. So, well, yeah, when uh, you're like uh, seven, yeah. So then you can just uh, go to a go to a team there. There's like a different team for every part of the part of Helsinki, but it's still Hoiko and yeah. But at I think uh, at maybe nine or ten years old, there comes the like the academy team. And yeah, that's uh, where you need to be good enough to to get in there. So yeah, uh, yeah, I got into that uh, that uh, when when uh, when it came to our when it came to our turn for our our age. So you have always been good, a talent. Um, I wouldn't also say that because it's when I was at that age, I wasn't. Uh, close to the, uh, I wasn't uh, one of the best in the team, but uh, yeah, I always, I always trained a lot, and uh, it came through that, and yeah. Also, I was at that point, I was pretty like physically, I wasn't uh, at the level of others. I was slower, smaller, so that's also one thing that uh, also I think uh, mattered. But yeah, at uh, at the start of the. The first like academic team years, I wasn't uh, too good. But obviously, they saw something in you then because they wanted to keep you. Yeah, 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 and uh, and uh, I think after the first few years, uh, it's pretty quickly. I I developed uh, pretty quickly uh, after that. Okay, 
So when you got uh, when you were a teenager, you kind of grew up, and they they could all see your talent. Yeah, yeah, improving. I, yeah, yeah, and that's where I also saw myself. Like, if I just uh, train enough, uh, it it will also also uh, pay off. And then the name Juska Savlainen appears yeah. because he played for Rosenborg. After Rosenborg played Tampere, they brought Juska Savlainen here, and he's been your coach. Yeah, it was, it was. Uh, yeah, I'm not too sure about which age age uh, was that, but I think it was like around eleven, twelve years old. So yeah, I, yeah, I remember, and th- that's also, I think, uh, one of the like a point where where he told told uh, the players uh, told me to to really uh, like work hard for it if you if you want to be a footballer and that kind of stuck in my mind and i think when he was the coach i i took uh, some big steps forward can you remember him speaking a lot about rosenborg uh <laughs> no but uh i remember like that was the first time i heard about rosenborg yeah. it was uh first uh first time i got to know about that so yeah i r- i remember that but yeah because let's be honest, he didn't have the best or the biggest uh, Rosenberg career. Uh, he's not the biggest star being around here at Lekendal. But was he kind of famous in Finland? Did you know that, oh, he's been a professional footballer ab- abroad? Oh, uh, yeah, and, and I know that he, he had played some national team games. So, but yeah. also, uh, Sorry, my English here, but men, also, han satt han var ju med mot Molde han vann seger för exempel ja, ja. han startade många kamper ja. som vart uh, viktig Juska så han var ju med på noe men han vart ju på något sätt som då Han var en del av Svenneprøven till Kofteln som sportsleder det var Roy Miller Juska Savlainen ja John Pelu John Pelu den har blivit lite sån nettigant lite sån lite med det med, men och Savlainen he was brought till Trondheim because of his um, performances for Tampere against, against Rosenborg in the Champions League qualification 2007 but very has it always been football for you? Because you like you dropped uh, ten minutes ago. You said about hockey is bigger. Winter sports are perhaps bigger as well. H- have you done other sports, or is it just been football? I played hockey until I was like nine or around nine or ten years old, I think. But other than that, it's always been football. Yeah, but were you a bigger talent in football then, or was what was the reason you? I think I was good at both, but uh, I just liked football more. It was it wasn't a too hard of a choice. But how how big is uh, we, we have got a question from Anders. We got a question from Anders. How big is football in Finland? Because you came to the European Championships 2020. Did that do something about your interest, or is it always the Jari Littmann song? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Jari Littmann. Ah, yeah. The, of course, the going to the qualifying the Finland qualifying to Euros. It's it was a very big thing. It was the first time. It was a very big thing. I think think it also sparked uh, uh, a lot of in- interest because in, in Finland if if Finland is doing uh, a national team level doing well in any sport it sparks a lot of interest um, no matter if it's hockey or basketball or anything so so yeah i think it it uh, brought some more of also like media attention to football which isn't uh, too big in Finland so when Santrivenen now goes on the payments of Helsinki, you can't be left alone, or are you? I can, uh, <laughs> I can uh, walk pretty, pretty <laughs> alone there. But when you ex- when you signed here, uh, yeah. was it mentioned in the biggest newspaper in Finland? Was it mentioned on the TV biggest TV channels in fin- Finland? Uh, I think it w- was probably mentioned, but uh, not too big of an article. I think. Okay. Um, because we are uh, still Anders, um, how good is the Finnish league, and who is the next Litman? Um, yeah, well, tough questions. Uh, I don't know how to to say about the level of uh, the league in Finland. It's I think like the tempo and the speed of game is it's. Uh, it's not too good, you know. It's uh, the football is kind of slow, so I think that's that's one that uh, the one thing that should be should be uh, better better there because it's like in uh, Euro games it's very high intensity and 
and it's uh, yeah it's far away from what the what the league league has mm. and the next litmanen <laughs> i don't know is that santrevenen well I, i'm not uh, the the same type of player he's not number 10 he's number <laughs> six <laughs> you know. yes exactly yeah <laughs> but do you I play on artificial grass or is it just normal artificial yeah. all the way all the way through all the league uh there's a few teams i think now there's maybe two or three teams that uh play on grass but yeah basically artificial oh so you st- and you still have left to experience like and all in the middle of the summer yes with perfect grass yes but i like uh, i like grass more i like it more. <laughs> it's came to the right place. Yep. Uh, it's come to the right we place. We do too. Um, <laughs> At least I do. But you, we talked about Savalainen and yep. um, then you're getting older. When do you understand that you can be professional? When you can leave a football? Um, I think it was also always like like the dream to be a professional player. But it's hard to say an exact point where I was like, I can be a professional but uh when I was like maybe around 12 or 13 I understood that what you have to do like uh, of course not perfectly but started to understand like what you have to do to be to be professional and uh and uh, maybe around 14 15 I was like okay that like yeah it's uh, it can really happen okay. like So when you were like 14, 15, you kind of went, shit, I didn't learn Swedish, so yeah. <laughs> 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 it has to be Premier League, <laughs> or it has to be La Liga, or... <laughs> But yeah, we had Sverre Nypan in the podcast, he's young, he's talented, he told us that he's almost lived on the pitch on, of Nardo when he grew up, he's still, he's still growing up. Yeah, he's still growing <laughs> uh, up, How yeah. was that with you, did you play football for young people listening to this and have a dreams throw their sims did you live on the pitch or have you trained with Helsinki and that's it one hour a day or uh when I was uh yeah of course when I was younger I was I was training a lot I was just yeah spending a lot of time on the field and I remember at uh at some point uh we went always we had morning training uh with Helsinki and is it the elementary school when you're like 12 or something So we would go we would have a morning training and then we would go straight from school to train which was like maybe hour and a half or two hours before training and uh at one point uh, and then we sometimes we stayed after and sometimes the coach had to say that uh, you can't uh, come too early here so you you're not tired when the training starts so you okay. trained one hour and a half before the training started yeah we went uh, straight from school and we ate something and went to the field But uh, we, d- we still don't know you. We have seen you in some Euro clips, uh, and we saw you against um, Tromsø, and uh, we saw you in Gran Canaria the last week. Uh, Stefan was there. Uh, what's your strengths? What's your weaknesses? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I think the one of the biggest strengths is, of course, uh, winning duels, winning winning the fifty-fifty balls uh, for the team, and. They have been aggressive on that uh what we're defending, and yeah with the ball uh it's i can uh i'm good when when we're building up and going to the next phase i can uh, help a lot in those those situations and he didn't mention his weaknesses <laughs> yeah i don't want to <laughs> talk about weaknesses because it's if i don't uh, say them maybe you don't notice sure smart <laughs> very smart uh and we we talk a little bit about the off pitch um as well but before that what are your ambitions here also do you, do you want to stay here for five years do you want to get to the best uh, league possible uh, what do you want to achieve with your years and in Trondheim? uh well the the biggest thing is uh winning the league here i think it's it's the yeah i want uh nothing more here than the to win the league it would be it would be fantastic and of course if you if i think about uh on a bigger time frame of course i want to someday play in uh, top five leagues but yeah i don't think about that too much i i try to try to focus on on what's what's here and what's real now and uh, yeah that's uh getting ready to the season and now the goal is to win the championship shall i and peter expect 
Expert, right? Expect. Expect. Um, that you are regular for Rosenborg, you say, in the first 11 starting lineup? Well, yeah, that's. Uh, I just uh, do my best, and that's for the coach coach to decide, so we'll see. Number six is supposed to be a regular. <laughs> 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 he cannot be a sit on the bench, number six in Rosenborg. Uh, I hope bench. I am, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my best. And. <laughs> <laughs> um, Talk about your um, other life as well, if there is one, because some of the players who are coming uh, from Tudosmörg, either from Norway or from abroad, they are just a football punch. That's their whole life. How is that with you? Um, do you have other interests? Interested? In well, interests? <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, well, I'll be so bullied for many years this time as well. I think, uh, yeah, for sure, it's one of like football is. Uh, of course the biggest thing it's uh yeah it's especially in the uh, preseason it's taking so much energy and uh so yeah i don't uh, really to do too much anything other here so i just uh after training i rest uh, play some playstation and get ready for for the next day so because so being from helsinki you're kind of a big city boy you want to stay you like asphalt better than the woods ah uh, yeah but uh, i'd uh, also like the like nature also but yeah i like the city also but not too much no not too big cities i think helsinki is very good what about Trondheim? Uh, it's uh, it's nice it's also not too big you know it's uh yeah i've liked it so far because and you live in ila yeah. Yeah. so you now know the you know the distance from ila to lerkendal yeah do you know anything else in Trondheim? I know the city center and I know Sul Sweden. That's all I know. <laughs> do you drive a car or do you? Uh, not yet. I've been coming with uh, Isaac. He's picking me up every morning. Yeah. The training, but yeah. That's easy. You can continue doing that. <laughs> yeah. To buy a car. Yeah. Just yeah. I think I'm getting a car at some point, but now I'm, I'm going with Isaac for now. Um, and uh, do you, we always ask these questions as well, but uh, as me and Petter is getting older and older, the question is more and more awkward to <laughs> ask because you are, the players are getting younger and younger. But you come here by yourself or do you have a girlfriend with you or something like that? Uh, yeah, I have a girlfriend. Uh, she's moving at April. Here? Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. And she's studying or is she working? Uh, uh, yeah, I think she's going to start uh, studying uh, around uh, this time but yeah. yeah and family uh, i remember when crystal was here he suddenly he, he b- started to tell him us about his sister who has a top scorer in the icelandic women's league <laughs> yeah. how is that with uh, you do you have a ice hockey player brother or something <laughs> uh, like that how no. is your family situation no uh my little brother b- brother plays football but uh he's uh it's not so good. So <laughs> 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 not on my level, but yeah, he's uh, ten years old, so he okay. he's still got time. Uh, I'm a bit afraid that maybe he'll be better than me, but okay. So <laughs> when he's so young, he still has the time. Yeah, too. exactly. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, not not th- those type of stories. That yeah. So there's no you do you haven't inherited your talent. Your father wasn't a good uh, yeah, footballer. Yeah, my dad uh, played football. Yeah. You see. Yeah, b- uh, and. Uh, Played in the second second highest uh, division in Finland and some uh, youth national teams. Okay. So when you talk told us that he's probably better updated on Finnish uh, transfers, that's because he's very interested himself. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, for sure. And I also think that uh, also my mom knows more about like <laughs> the f- kind of football stuff, but outside of. What I what I see, I think she knows more also. But do you think uh, your father uh, has been the inspiration because Kasper was here before he was only half a year, but we managed to get him in the podcast and he told us about his father. He was a left back or right back in the Danish Superliga as well. Uh, has your father has any impact here because of his football career? Um, yeah, I think for sure. It's I think it would. Uh, I think that's what uh, got me to football. I think, for sure. Okay, that's my mother. Yeah, that's correct. Thought I'm supposed to football, honey, let. Vi nærmer oss uh, rundt uh, Petter, men um, f- litt sånn på tautypen her, ja. akademi, um, akademisituasjonen i Rosenborg. Gledelige nyheter i dag, ja, rett og slett. Uh, 
Skal ikke si at vi jeg føler at jeg har et del uh... Nej, men du kan ta du kan, men Hvis du vil dra historien Nei, ja, men vi skrev om det først uh, Salmar Lengs, ja. kom på banen Og så tenker jeg at det er lett for en sponsor Å si at uh, selvsagt må man, bru, må man på en måte Gi jentene samme sjansene som guttene Men det koster peng Og da er det liksom Noen må bare på en måte Lukke med unge og komme pengeboka Og det har en sponsor gjort noe for oss Og da gir det muligheten til å satse også på jentene, og så får damelaget da rest på treningsleid til Mar- det er jo ikke Det er jo ikke en big deal i den store sammenhengen her. At, at damelaget får reise i uke til Marbella, det er på en måte ikke det står og følger på. Det er mye viktigere med den biten med, med akademi, selvsagt da. Og der, der er det noe skrevet nye avtaler som gjør at det blir akademi for jentene nå. Så er det fasc- selvsagt må det være det i 2023. Fascinerende også at de skal melde på et 16-års jentelag, vel? 17-års jentelag eller noe sånt, inn i en gutter-16-serien. Ja. Og det, det blir interessant å se. Det er, jo, det er jo Ørn i sin tid også, så det er jo et grep som har funket tidligere. Og ja, det er jo er f- en fellestender for alle de, tror jeg nesten alle, de jentene som spiller på Rosenborg sitt uh, A-lag nå, de har jo spilt med gutta. Ja. Hele veien opp til de har blitt uh, omtent voksen selv. Så det er klart at det er god matching for, uh, for dem, og de, hvis, når du samler på en måte de største talentene i Midt-Norge på et jentelag, så er det jo ikke så rart at de sliter med å finne konkurranse god nok, og da er det sannsynligvis ganske smart å spille med guttene. Sånn er det. Ranheim på tuppen, Kåre Prosjekt, Kåre Ingebrigtsen er i gang, 2-2 mot Rosenborg 2 i dag. Du var en tur bort på der, jeg fikk ikke sett noen ting, jeg vet ikke hva, kan vi lese ut av det? Nei, ingen veinsting. Det var få alle gjennom, og uh, alle randomspillerene tror jeg var i aksjon omtrent, som var i stand til å være i aksjon, og i uh, 1. januar i tre minusgrader i fjerde, så er det litt på en måte ikke prestasjonene vi kikker så nøye på, det er bare liksom å komme i gang, men... Uh, Synes vel det er noe annet, liksom, altså, Kåre Ingevigsen er god til å bringe god stemning inn i en klubb, og det, jeg synes jeg på en måte oppfattet et stemningsskifte umiddelbart, jeg trodde over dørstokken der, så det blir spennende å se hva, om det kan manifestere seg litt bedre resultater de hadde i, I år, altså er det jo en kjempespennende, eh, sannsynligvis en god nyhet at Jon Håsetter skal spille for Anaheim de tre neste sesongene, eh, fryktelig spennende å se hva slags fotballspillere Jon Hall er i 2023. Han lovte jo i podcasten sist at han skulle være sentral og dominant, dominant i en klubb han spiller for. Ja, men han har også vært lenge knedskadet, og han har vært tre år i et sterkt koronarama og preget Kina, hvor ligaen bare har blitt dårligere og dårligere og dårligere etter hvert som utlendingene har stukket med pengene, og han er jo da rett og slett kineser i den sammenhengen her, og har ikke fått noen noe penger, så um, Kåre Ingebrigtsen har ikke sett Jon Hall sette i trener eneste gang før ja. han blir signert, så, men han synes fortsatt det er en god idé, og det er spennende. Nesia er nesten ingen Oppsia er kjempestor uh, Samtidig um, Levanger on Sunday And then you are slowly going to Back, back to Spain uh, For a new camp what, can, what do you expect What are your own expectations for rest of winter to, Everybody says to Not to get injured That's the most important thing Yeah of course yeah. That's, that's of course important But I think uh, For the team it's important to that we that we find the uh the things tactically we need to do together and build uh build the team spirit together and uh yeah just yeah just basically getting ready for the season it's whatever you whatever suits you of course your fitness has to be good enough and yeah those t- type of things and is it no at the all at the end of the podcast we shall mention that uh, and he's heard it many times already the similarities to the physical coach uh, Vettler <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you cannot escape it yeah. do you yeah. see it yourself? Uh, I can see what uh, people see but yeah yeah it's and the other other players they have a little bit fun about it uh, yeah yeah but I think it's been used a lot already so <laughs> it might be getting old so we old. should be moving uh, on yeah I think it's m- maybe getting old uh, pretty soon <laughs> <laughs> move on that's the last word from, uh, <laughs> right, from right. thank you so much for uh, for joining us Petter engelsken gikk så der ja jeg trillet en treri til du putt inn til det du hadde noen greier selv ja, vi snakkes uansett neste uke det er vi Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.